Joined now by offense coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Fordham, Kevin Decker. Coach Decker, thank you for coming on. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. And if anybody hears the, the background noise there, uh, Coach is actually on the recruiting trail, so he's putting in the work right before the early signing period coming up on the 15th through the 17th. So, Coach, I, like I said, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's a busy time of the year for you. Of course, and I'll try to stay away from the tractor trailers or uh, put my blinker on too much eliminate <laughs> some of the noise here. Well, you came to Fordham, I believe, in 2019 as the right. offense coordinator. You came to Fordham from Brown, where you served as the offense coordinator and quarterbacks coach there at Brown in 2018. I believe you were tight ends coach for a couple years before that, before you became the OC. And you played quarterback at New Hampshire. So you got a pretty young career, but you're doing a really good job. This past year, some people may remember early on in the season, you guys played at Nebraska, played them tough that first half, and Nebraska just kind of, you know, a little bit better players kind of took that game. But your your offense this year, you know, I think it was pretty balanced, a little bit more in the passing game, about 3,200 yeah. passing yards this year, 31 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 1,600 yards, a little bit above that on the ground, 19 touchdowns on the ground. So a little bit balanced. It looks like you like to go through the air, too. Uh, just kind of talk about the offense that you're running there. Uh, the game I saw at Nebraska, like to split them out wide with your wide receivers. A lot of 10 and 11 personnel. Use some H-back, too. Yeah, we're a uh, – I'd hate to kind of label us a certain, as a certain offense, but we are spread. Um, I know it sounds cliche nowadays to say that, but uh, we like to spread teams out and make them kind of declare how they want to defend us. Um, and whether we throw it more in a game or run it more in a game, it all depends on what the defense is doing. Basically, we call more runs, but every run play has pass options off of it. So if a team comes out wearing big splits and they want to load up the box, we're probably going to end up throwing that called run play and vice versa. So. Um, once the run game gets going, teams typically decide to try to stop it and load the box, and then we're just going to throw it. And if you try to take away both, load the box and play with low safeties, then we're going to start airing it out. Um, but we want to spread teams out, run the football, RPO the football, and then play action. If we can go, if we can go through a whole game without calling one drop back pass, I'm a happy man. So how much in your offense, uh, how much or do you do any of the air raid stuff? Not not a whole lot. You know, to be honest, I'm not even, I've never been in an air raid scheme. I don't know exactly what it entails. If you're talking verticals, yes, then we are similar to an air raid team. The majority of our pass game, play action game or drop back game, will be different variations of verticals, uh, whether it's two-by-two or three-by-one. We can get out four verts, or we can max protect and get out three verticals. But the goal of this whole thing, and it's actually very similar to what they're doing uh, at Rocky Top now, is I love the spacing aspect. I think it puts your players in the best possible situation to go and do what they do, and that's make plays you know we recruited you here to Fordham because we think you're good enough to make plays and you know by, by spreading people out we're thinning out a defense creating one-on-ones for our guys to go in so the majority of our stuff will be vertical shots so I guess we would be similar to air raid in that aspect 
Right, and that's a really good point and breakdown. And part of the reason I ask is I, I kind of go back to that Nebraska game, seeing that actually on the Big Ten Network. So got a pretty good view of your program and your offense in that game just because it's nationally televised. But, yeah, you, you don't see much of the mesh concepts and all that. And one aspect that definitely – Stood out to me was the wide spacing, uh, like you said, on Rocky Top with Josh Heupel, who, who the last few years has really dove into that Baylor veer and shoot type offense that we saw Art Bryles run. And, of course, Jeff Levy now at Ole Miss, so I guess is about to go to Oklahoma. But I, I do see that, so I just didn't know if you ever mixed in maybe mesh or anything like that. It didn't look like it in that one specific game. And that's the unique thing about Josh Heupel. He's kind of switched from playing under Mike Leach in that air raid offense to, to doing the vertical shots and this spread them out wide from, from uh, you know, numbers to numbers on the, on the sidelines. I absolutely love it. Um, we do have – we basically – in 19, we weren't doing this. Then our spring COVID year, we only played three games. We dabbled in it, um, and we started calling some of that stuff – but we were maybe 20% of our offense was wide splits. Now it's flipped. It's about 90%. We're in the bigger splits. Now we will condense them down to throw mesh and more third and mediums or, you know, hot zone, you know, 12-yard line and in where we think we're getting man and we want to get some rubs. We can condense down to run some of that stuff. But I want to live in the big splits. And it really came from a kid who works for us now. He's our tight ends coach. He was a student assistant at UCF with Josh Heupel. And during our 2019 season, you know, I'd just be messing around with him in the office, like, late at night. Be like, hey, man, drop some of the stuff Heupel was doing down there. And I was like, wow, this is actually really, really good stuff. And you do it so well. So, you know, 19, I would study it, but we wouldn't run it. And then COVID happened, and we were still able to get in 10 practices in the fall without a season. So I said, okay, this is an opportune time to get this stuff on film and see how it looks and it's it's really different but the biggest thing you stress to your guys is don't overthink it run fast make full speed decisions you're always right and run the green grass that's it and our kids really loved it because it allowed them to play fast and play without thinking um and we kind of made the full blown adjustment and we obviously reaped the benefits with with some success this year so i love it and as a play caller when you spread a team out that wide, you really get to see what their intention is. All right, they want to stay in a middle open shell to safety school. We're going to run the ball while reading an extra defender. They want to play middle of the field close, get another guy down. Cool. We're either going to play, uh, you know, throw the RPO or check to a play action. To me, I think it makes the game so much clearer to see. And is that David Weeks that was with Heifel there at UCF? That is David Weeks, yes. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, you know, I, I, I've noticed your offense was kind of similar to, to Heifel's, and that's what kind of stood out to me and definitely wanted to have you on to discuss that. But that, That's awesome, and that's awesome that you guys, with that COVID situation, that you kind of went towards this offense. And I, I, I just think it's so simple to, to run this offense, and I think players kind of understand how simple it is too, and it's easy to kind of teach it as well. It's I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's extremely simple. Um, you know, if, if you were to interview for another job and explain this offense, you know, it would probably be over in about 30 minutes, you know. Um, I was just 
shooting the breeze with a friend who coaches somewhere else and I was able to kind of describe it in you know 20 minutes and he was like what you just articulated to me made so much sense and what I love about it the most is back in the old offense right let's just say you call a run play without an RPO tag the quarterback used to just come up all right hardly look at the shell of the defense hand the ball off what's the next play all right now the one thing I'll say is and I told our head coach when he was asking questions about how are we going to do this I said it's a lot more on the quarterback, especially in the run game, but you know we will make it happen. So every play, run play, pass play, he's dialed in into the you know defense's intention, like all eleven guys, and he's understanding the whole picture, which I think has been huge for him to just kind of learn the game of football. And he's done a great job protecting himself because you know in this offense the O line really just locks the box; they don't have to push out to any exterior threats like edge threats, so this quarterback needs to have his eyes in the right spot to protect himself. He did a great job with that this year. So when you guys install this offense, how much of the UCF or, I guess at that time Josh was still at UCF, so there was nothing Tennessee related to to look at, but how much of that UCF film did you watch with Heupel? Uh, All of it. All of it. (laughs) Whatever. uh, I know Coach Heupel is pretty hush-hush on his stuff, um, but whatever we were able to find, it was watched for long periods of time and, and studied. And we were really trying to get into the you know nuances of it. But Coach Weeks was very great. And hey, man, like you're kind of going against the theory here. You know, the whole goal is to not overthink it, get you guys to run fast, make full speed decisions. They're always right. Now, obviously, we'll coach it that way. And if we see something on film, we'll say, hey, man, just you know, this corner's hips did this. You see this, think more of this, but hey, if you made a full-speed decision, you're always right. Just keep playing fast. So whatever film we were able to get, you know, we watched, and it was great having Coach Weeks because, you know, he can kind of label what he thought each play was because in the vertical game, there's different options for, you know, whichever receiver. So it could be, let's say, bomb on one play and the receiver ran a post. It could be bomb another play, you're in a hook. It could be bomb another play, you're going to go. But he was always able to label what he thought it was, which helped which helped us out immensely. So any film there was, we get our hands on, we watched it. And part of that air raid concept that Heupel was accustomed to playing for Mike Leach, like I mentioned at Oklahoma, you do see that with the receiver routes in his offense now, since he's gone to this this type of offense, because he it, he does seem like he has the receivers with the freedom of a route if they. You know, I, I can do a post where I can just go vertical, whatever the receiver feels comfortable with, and it goes back to timing with the quarterback. It's very critical, but he does allow his receivers to have a, the freedom of the route, what he feels most comfortable in that yep. situation against the defense and leverage and all that. Do you, do you kind of give your receivers that freedom as well? Oh, yeah. That's all we tell them. All we going through stretch lines before the game, say, hey, play fast, you're always right. Just be needy, not greedy. Get yourself the ball. If you're open on a hook at 10, take the hook. Um, and like you mentioned, the biggest, I don't want to say fear, but when you first start learning about this offense, everyone's question is, well, how does the quarterback know what the receiver's doing? One, it's reps. But two, you just got to key the receiver's hips, right? The, right. The quickest route you're going to be, you're going to have to throw is the hook. He just snaps it off. So we will always set our feet to the hook and adjust to the go or the post. So you see those receivers' hips come down, that ball's coming out. 
Those hips never come down, sees angle of departure. He's either going vertical, he's taking a post, or he's walled in there on more of a dig. So set to the hook, adjust to the go or the post, read the wide receiver's angle of departure, he's always right. Well, that's great stuff. And you, like I said, you played at New Hampshire, and you had a couple coordinators you played for. Ryan Cardi, who's now the offensive coordinator at Sam Houston State, and then before that, before your senior season, Tim Cramps. Yeah, he uh, he's offense coordinator in Conference USA at Marshall, doing some good things. So, how much from those aspects, playing for those two coaches, those two offensive minds, have you taken into your coaching career? Uh, pretty much everything. You know, Cramps got me started in college coaching. I was coaching high school uh, for two years in Connecticut. Um, was basically running whatever I learned at UNH, which is kind of what Chip Kelly brought to UNH. Same terminology, same system, up tempo. And, uh, you know, one year of high school, we averaged like 47 a game. It was a lot of fun. And then Krams asked me to come out and be an intern at Montana State with him. He was having a lot of success. And I said no. So then I did a second year of high school. Same thing. We had a great year. Krams asked me again. I said, all right, if not now, then when? So I said, I, I really want to scratch that itch, get into college coaching. Went out with Krams, Montana State. We had the number one, number two offense in the country in terms of points per game, yards per game. Everyone got fired because, uh, you know, we finished 6-5, and five, and we lost to Montana for the third, fourth year in a row, maybe, and they got rid of everyone, and Krams ended up at Nevada, and then that's when I ended up at Brown. But to that point, I was running, you know, the same stuff that Coach Krams and Coach Cardi did from UNH. Um, A lot of 10 personnel. Yeah, you know, mostly 11 personnel, some 10. Uh, some 12 and, you know, short yardage situations. But the biggest thing was it didn't have the spacing. It didn't have the splits that we have now, which I always like. So once I learned this, you know, you're always adapting and looking to improve, you know, if the situation's right. And, you know, we were able to come across this new kind of style. So um, it's a lot different from what you'll see Krams and Cardi doing now. And I'm not saying it's better because Cardi's still in the playoffs and Krams did great things at Marshall. But, uh, you know, some of the terminology is still the same, but for the most part, you know, it's more Coach Heupel than it is, you know, Tim Cramsey and Ryan Cardi. Well, that's good stuff. Well, Coach, I appreciate you taking the time coming on. Always good to talk football. Always good to talk to some some young up-and-coming coaches also. Just keep elevating your career. You. Thank you. I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you.